0: okay we're here are we here we're here we're here hey everybody welcome to the end of the year end of 2023 this is yes. the very last day of 2020 i'm, I'm having troubles grasping this it's
1: i know like, well we do it every year
0: yeah we do it every year <laughs> but it's like um okay so obviously december 31st 2023 this is the cc uh, what it's
1: one two three one two three
0: it's one two three one two three <laughs> Uh, okay, and um, it's obviously it's the C.C. and J.T. Emma to Awa, where production values go to...
1: Big so, time. Yeah, go to die. <laughs> and over there is C.C. Over there is J.T.
0: And we have our coffee. coffee,
1: mm. Nectar uh, of coffee. the gods. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we made it through another year, folks. Isn't that something? We, we made it through another year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so um this is what we usually call our wrap-up because um uh, you know we've done something like we did a podcast like i think once every week this year i think we got like i think six...
1: we made at least once a week i don't yeah. think we skipped any
0: yeah i don't think we skipped any we you know we probably if we'd prepared and done production values we would have actually looked at the list
1: now i take that back so when you did your road trip you were gone for two weeks oh that's we right we skipped that week we skipped in between those. so yeah, we, we did, did skip one yep did we skip? I think we also maybe skipped when we were in France. Yep, that's Because obvious, we were yeah. there over a weekend. So we did skip a couple.
0: We did skip a couple. And so that leads us right into some of the things that we did accomplish this week. And we, it starts off by, uh, by saying that we did finally, you know, hit that checkbox, that bucket list thing of France. Yes. Um, Paris. Paris. We spent uh, uh, we spent a few days in Paris. We got to see the outside of Notre Dame because inside, still...
1: still having some problems. It was still surrounded by the construction wall and all the scaffolding. This was before they put the spire back up, which I think they've done since we got back.
0: Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, they're they're you know they're they're flipping it, flipping no big time. Well,
1: five years ago I think was when they had that big fire, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. it was definitely all hands on deck. I've seen some documentaries where they talk about the craftspeople that they've brought in to restore mm-hmm. Notre Dame. They're trying to go back to as much of the original um, methods of construction that they did originally to make sure it looks as close to what it did before as possible. But hopefully, maybe they'll make it a little safer, maybe with some newer materials in there, it won't be quite as flammable.
0: I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. And then um, other things we saw, we saw the architect by doing one of these things. (laughs) Wow, that's big. Oh,
1: that was wild though, because we were, uh, that was a hop on hop off bus. Right. And we were, you know, going along. Oh, we're on the Champs-Elysees. This is so cool. We kept hearing about the Champs-Elysees and now we're driving down it and we're looking at all the people going in all the stores and there's Dior or somebody. One of the buildings, big fashion house has this incredible like art installation on it. So we're looking at that and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, there's the Arc de Triomphe Yeah. in person You know, we've all seen it in photographs and not everyone gets the chance to actually go experience it in person. It is impressive. That thing is massive.
0: It's it's massive. In the the center
1: of a traffic circle that, like, (laughs) Americans hate traffic circles. Yeah, If you're in
0: Carson City, you really have no (laughs) idea what a traffic circle really is. A European traffic circle is a whole different beast. Um we got as as she said uh, as CC said you know we went along the Champs-Élysées we we walked along the Seine several times as we went back and forth we got went to museums we saw artwork uh we didn't see everything that we wanted to because of you know circumstances it is definitely on our list to go back yes uh because there are some things that we wish we could have seen but just you know didn't work out for some reason uh, we
1: saw the exterior of the Louvre. We never got to the part of the Louvre, the entryway with the pyramid. Yeah. We saw the Louvre is long. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's, it's a big long block yeah, or two yeah, that's long. That's
0: gonna that's gonna be a couple of days just by itself. And so. then
1: the I believe out the garden outside of the Louvre was the Tuileries. We yeah. did walk through the Tuileries a little bit. We yeah. did the Monet Museum, which was a bucket list item for you. Yep. Yeah. We um, yep, got, course got to
0: see, uh, you know, Impression Sunrise, which is, you know, which started an entire craze of paint, of, of artwork, you know, Impressionism. Mm-hmm. So we got to see, got to see that. That was really awesome.
1: And we saw the Eiffel Tower, of course. Mm-hmm. We took the boat ride on the Seine, the yep. bateau on the Seine. Yep. Uh, the Alexander III bridge is gorgeous, which everybody was pointing out. But we did uh, the loop around the Ile des Cites. Where yep. the where Notre Dame is in the Ile de Saint Louis, I believe. Where um, oh, what's the other one? No, I think Saint Chapelle is up in Montmartre. But we got to see a lot of beautiful old buildings. A lot of um, we stayed in La Marais, which is part, one of the oldest parts of Paris. Actually, it's more of the medieval area. So there were a lot of small, winding cobblestone streets and very similar looking buildings. We went to the um, the Picasso Museum, we mm-hmm. went to the, uh, what was it, Carnival or, yeah. there was oh, Carnivalet, the Musée yep. Carnivalet, which was Paris history, which yep. that was incredible. The Victor Hugo Museum as writers, yep. we had to see Victor Hugo. And um, we went to Père Lachaise Cemetery where we saw Oscar Wilde's grave. So we, you know, despite not accomplishing as much as we wanted to, we did manage to accomplish a
0: lot. Yep, but we did some writer things too, like you yes. said. Um, and you know, Paris wasn't uh, you know Paris wasn't the only thing. You know, it's it's funny how you know we did we took the loop to get there. We went we went there. Um, we we touched down in Dublin, which we've been to a couple of times. We absolutely love Dublin. So we went to San Francisco, Dublin, Paris, and then due to circumstances beyond our control, we did uh, Paris, Montreal. San Francisco and uh, so it's just we did this grand loop thing and it's, that was that was a bit of fun, too so, you know, we would be Air, yeah, Air Lingus and then uh, uh Can- Air Canada Air Canada And we Which, did
1: have to actually change planes so we touched ground we yeah. walked in montreal at yeah. least in the airport Yeah, that was
0: don't really count it. Then, no, it know, doesn't because but airport, it was you know. beautiful Yeah
1: taking off again seeing the view of montreal from the plane So i'd love to go back there someday.
0: Yeah, too. Yeah, that's also on our bucket list Uh, The other, um, you know, the other trip related thing is, is I drove from Carson City to uh, Delaware to see my sister. And I, you know, and I'm I'm glad I got it out of my system because I've always wanted to do a, you know, a cross country trip like that. Uh, But it sucked doing it by myself. It really it sucked doing it by myself. And like uh, like Cece said, it took a couple of weeks to, to get out there and come back. But, um, you know, it was 5,000 miles, um, you know, more than 5,000 miles round trip between here and, uh, you know, and and the the East Coast and back. And I got to see some things, got to visit some old stuff like the place where you and I first lived, which doesn't exist anymore. That building is gone. Uh, But, uh, you know, but also got to see some points east that I've never seen before, you know, Ohio, Pennsylvania. Um, as I said, uh, Delaware, Maryland, you know, things like that. Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Got to spend some time at Gettysburg, which was incredibly fascinating. Gave me a book idea, which I, if I ever develop, it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, I wrote down a bunch of notes. I wrote down a bunch of ideas. Uh, It's just, I've got so many books in front of that. Um, And so, uh, but still, these are things that, you know, I hope that you you and I can do, you know, if you ever retire. but we could do together we could take our time we could just you know hit the road that direction and meander and, you know, pardon me meander meander and see all these things that I uh, got to see and then i guess the other significant thing is uh, we uh um i can't think of anything other, other significant other than you know we you know we uh kick-started uh, two more books which actually has been in around been around for a while right sort of ephemeral but uh uh, we had a turning point. We had a tipping point, so to speak. Yep. We had a tipping point, and uh, and uh, we give credit where credit is due. It's uh, Atticus. Yes. Uh, once uh, CC discovered Atticus, and uh, we bought it, 150 bucks, not for the fate of heart. Well bone. spent, though. Well spent. Yes. Um, but it goes along with our philo- philosophy of spending $500 to earn $5, which is, you know, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, getting Atticus and, um, you know, formatting books uh, allowed us to expand from Amazon uh, greatly, expand from Amazon all the way all over uh, across five different platforms, Uh, Amazon, Apple, Google, Barnes & Noble and Kobo. Mm -hmm. And so we are all over the place out there now. So and uh, we've set up a little our own little formal company, CEO, editor in chief. And then there's the uh, CFO, CEO, CMO, CSO. <laughs> um, but you know, but uh, we have roles, and so the editor in chief is going to be working on uh, working on um, uh, the audiobook book from, from uh, Tundra, Tundra to to Tiara. Tiara, which uh, we are going to post up on uh, Google uh, here relatively soon. Yes, we hope. Uh, you know, as that's long as it's part
1: great- of. For the rest of my weekend, I uh, got a little hijacked yesterday by family, but um, mm-hmm. the rest of my weekend, my two big plans are to finalize our studio downstairs so we can do our podcast tomorrow morning and to do the audiobook editorial mm-hmm. pass for From Tendra to Tiara.
0: Yep. So, we're, uh, so we have our little company, you know, two more books, which is, you know, so cute. But it just... But aren't we cute? And, you know, it's funny how I came up with that name. It's like I was doing the 1040, you know, years ago. And it says, well, you got to put in a company name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's I mean, And that's how it was born. Yes. <laughs> that's how it was well, born. Well, I
1: mean, I'm sure that's how a lot of great ideas are born because a lot of companies are named after a person. Yeah. You think about places like Macy's. Yeah. I mean you know, iconic name, but it's named for a person who started the company. So that's how it happens.
0: And there's, you know, there's two of us and we do books.
1: Yep. And I don't know about you, but we've kind of tossed around the idea of having our own bookstore at some point. So if we ever have a bookstore, maybe we can call it two more books.
0: Yeah. We're we're also thinking of, you know, getting one of those little stinking little trailers Mm -hmm. that you put behind it. And uh, we're just throwing, you know, not only our books, but a whole bunch of other books in there that we've accumulated over the years. So we have a lot of books, and uh, uh, also, you know, go through used bookstores and pick up those Mm -hmm. books too. And then spray spray paint along the side, uh, books and free candy. And yeah, that'll (laughs) he loves
1: this idea, the Mm -hmm. the free candy in the van, because anybody, especially I think, if you grew up in the '60s and '70s, it was like. You know, stay away from people in vans, and yeah. you know if they offer you free candy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's so, kind of his joke.
0: <laughs> so um, we do have the uh, we do have the car. We do have Herbie, which has the horsepower to pull something like that, as long as we don't make it too heavy. So we, yeah. we should be fine. But that would that kind of would be fun if we were found out you know something on the cheap like that and there's you do know farmers tear, markets, you maybe know, or, yeah, uh, and then tear out the interior, throw in some bookshelves, yep. and you know, and you know, just throw books and stuff like that. Or, of course, our books, but you know, that'll be. And then
1: while we're sitting there waiting to sell our books, we can also be writing because we can have our little Chromebook or laptop or whatever we're working on at the time and just sit down. And so we could be like writing content to sell in our trailer.
0: Yep. And doing uh, doing podcasts, of course, and taking pictures. Of course.
1: We could do podcasts and people can wander by and say hi. Yeah.
0: So uh, we had a uh, relatively busy year because... um, it doesn't really sound like it right from the get go, but actually, once we started that the work to expand across platforms, uh, we had to start you know officially bookkeeping, and we had to officially start doing spreadsheets because before it was just sort of ephemeral; it was just sort of out there. But oh, there's we, a
1: book on Amazon. Go check it out. Yeah, there's the book on <laughs> Amazon. Go
0: check it out. But we had to become very careful. We had to c- create uh, documents with links and everything like that. We had to keep our website current, which is always you know always a challenge.
1: And JT has been doing all the heavy lifting on this while I'm off at my day job. So. Well,
0: but let's talk about those roles again. Okay, so the C- <laughs> CEO and the other chief is in charge of the company vision. Vision, right. As is the chief financial officer, chief information officer, chief marketing officer, which, by the way, I'm getting rid of that one, and the chief strategic <laughs> officer, I'm in charge of implementing that vision. Yes. As soon as she retires, she's becoming the CMO. So...
1: Well, actually, before I retire, I have some plans in that direction. So stay tuned tomorrow. There may be more personally from me on my specific platforms about what's coming in 2024. And hopefully more people will join in and we'll see what happens. It might be fun if it works out. Even if it doesn't, it'll be something Mm -hmm. to do this year.
0: Yep. But uh, definitely, um, so like I said, we've got a little hierarchy. When We're really excited about about this company and we're hoping... Mm -hmm. um, you know, we don't know when specifically Cece is going to retire from her day job because there's um, there are things that have to be resolved before then. There's uh, retirement is a complicated decision. It's a it's one of those significant life decisions, like graduating uh, school, you know, high school and college, getting married, having kids, and then uh, buying a house at, and buying a house and then uh, retiring. So these are all very significant, significant mileposts, uh, except for me, I just one day said I'm gonna retire and I just sort of left. Uh,
1: Yeah, it's been a little bit more complicated for me. But with that being said, I'm not thinking about this as retirement anymore. Mm -hmm. I will be leaving my day job in public service that I've been doing for many, many years now, and which JT also did for many years, and transitioning Mm -hmm. into full-time creative entrepreneur.
0: Yep. So we're going to be, you know, full-time small business owners instead yep. of right now. Right now, we've got 1.1, 1.2, and we need to up that a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so um, we're
1: in the process of transitioning. Whether I get to this full time anytime soon is yet to be seen. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We'll be sooner rather than later. But as JT said, it's a very complicated decision. There are a lot of things we need to work out financially to make yes. sure that we don't mess with our quality of life that we've become comfortable with. Yes. So, um you know, anybody else who's thinking of making this leap in the next few years, definitely stay tuned, maybe we can give each other ideas and be a support network because this yeah. has been really stressful
0: yeah it's it's a it's it's a it's a big leap because, <laughs> it is. um because it's it's just it's a significant life change from you know you may you wouldn't think so, but getting a check every two weeks is really really cool it's yeah. really it's really regular it's not. It's not as much as we want, but then again it's never as much as we want but then on the other hand you know having that um, you, having that shift from doing you know three checks a month because there's you know every two weeks and then and then just going to one big check a month
1: well it would be two checks but well, on the same, same day. day yeah and,
0: yep. the, uh, and that's
1: unless you know, our writing takes off and then hopefully we will get a more steady stream of Extra income. We're not looking to make as much as we did, yep. maybe doing our day jobs. What we're trying to do is supplement our pension.
0: Right. And so, um, and so, believe me, that thought keeps me writing. And I guess that's a, that's a that's a good point to mention. You know, mm-hmm. you know, um, our personal projects. Uh, you heard that CC's uh, personal projects is pr- uh, preparing uh, the downstairs studio and mm-hmm. doing the editor chief thing on the uh, audio book from Tundra to yep. Tiara. Cool. Uh, for me, I've been typing away at my two books. I've been taking mm-hmm. days off here every once in a while. Like I took Christmas off for some reason. Uh, Madam Scrooge said it was okay for me to take you know Christmas Day off, uh, but uh, <laughs> <What? up-a. laughs> um, and I've been taking you know days off for you know illness uh, because you know it just happens that way. But I've been st- very steadily averaging about a thousand words a, a day across two books. And you may not think, well, a thousand words a day is not that much. But you know what? I do, and I don't think so either. But I, I'm, I'm chopping down the tree, you know, a little bit at a time. I'm chopping down the tree a little bit at a time. And a thousand words is, you know, is, is building up. And um, but, you know, and also I'm not just doing, you know, the two books. And I should repeat that, that this is the third Maggie book. Yep. This is the third Maggie book. And this is the space epic, which is actually three books. But right. the first two books are done. It's the third book that I'm working on, but as I've said in a previous podcast, I'm actually working on all three because if I have a good idea, I go back across the three and I go ahead and change it, which I did yesterday. I added a whole new uh, dimension to uh, the uh, to the first book to order to set up the third book. So it, it, that's been very convenient.
1: And uh. to go back a few weeks, I don't know if maybe you can link the particular podcast that we did. You did talk about writing those three books in tandem Mm -hmm. versus writing a series that you hadn't planned to make a series in the first place, because it started out that the space epic was one massive book, one Mm -hmm. massive story, and then going back and making the decision to turn it into a trilogy, you've actually been able to work it out. So we do have a podcast on that where you go into more detail and maybe if you want to go back and check it out, learn more about that process.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh, um, and then, uh, the other thing that's occupied my time is, uh, you know, is basically two more books is uh, the social media aspect of it, the, uh, you know, the publishing. Um, I've started the process of uh, doing designing book covers for the existing books so we can start expand those and put those out on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. So um, so I'm putting in like four or five, you know, hours a day between writing and what I call the business aspect. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may say, "Well, well, that's nothing because you know I, I regularly work nine hours a day, folks." I'm retired. Give me a break. <laughs> no, you're not retired. You've become a creative entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, I've become a creative entrepreneur. Op- 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 <laughs>
1: entrepreneur.
0: I'm actually I am, you know, but I'm working at my pace because, uh, you right. know, I,
1: that's the whole point of doing this type of thing if you are in a creative field you can be a little bit more flexible about your work hours Mm -hmm. you probably still put in a lot more than you may have during your day job because there can be a lot of downtime in between projects moving back and forth to do things and there are a lot of distractions actually in an office environment that you don't have when you're working solo at home all day (laughs) so those four and five hours could be Doing as much as you did in the course of an eight-hour day at your day job, yep. when you, you were in the office, and you get
0: my time cards because I yep. have to, because I have to turn in a time card to the CEO. Whoopah, whoopah.
1: Somebody loves spreadsheets. So and anyway. was going through withdrawal.
0: Yep. <laughs> and uh, and that time there's that creative time is important because this morning, and as I'm laying in bed, and I don't want to leave the nice warm bed to go outside, 25 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like you know, and it's like oh. Plot twist. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the book. So these things happen. So being a creative entrepreneur, being an, a, an, an artist, because that's what writers do, mm-hmm. um, you know, being an artist is is not a downtime job because, you know, something's always grinding, especially since, you know, and I don't, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying that from a production point of view, having two books just sort of floating out there all the time, you know, the brain is usually churning on one or the other or both. So it's.
1: Well, and you've mentioned. In doing the third Maggie book, which you're kind of eh about,
0: yeah, that you Maggie, still
1: have, yeah. you kind of have Maggie four and five already plotted out too. Yep. Maggie, so, yeah. I think you probably have something like six books going through your mind right now. Yep.
0: So, got the uh, three Maggie books: Maggie, Maggie three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. Got the two space epics, and
1: the third part of the space epic.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. One, yeah. two, three. One, two,
1: three. Ooh, that's yep.
0: six. Yep. <laughs> and. Um... <laughs> um and then there's the uh you know there's there's a couple of other ideas that i have sort of floating around too so uh, we thought maybe doing a you know a, a writing manual a very thin writing manual for how to write when you retire or when you're a creative retired creative entrepreneur uh you know that kind well, of well and that's
1: part of the thing you know coming up as we are transitioning to my leaving my day job maybe we can include that type of process and the lead up to what types of things you want to do to make sure you have some stability when you do take that leap and become a full-time creative entrepreneur. Because I have watched people, younger people, um, obviously they have different goals and outcomes. They're probably looking to be a lot more productive than maybe somebody in the retirement stage of life would be. And then, you know, so thinking about this book, that the little thin guide to yeah. retirees creative entrepreneurship or something. something like that um we may do that in tandem in the coming year
0: yeah just and just step it out there and of course there's things that you know that we haven't even touched on like we we've, we've been talking forever about doing a sequel from tundra to tiara but uh we've just got so much in the pipe ahead of it that we've got you know it, it'll get there when we get there and we're thinking about uh, doing a, a, an extensive road trip We're thinking about doing an extensive. We're we're going to be probably doing at least one road trip down to the San Diego area. Yes. Uh, And then we're probably going to be doing you know you know depending on things Uh, you know maybe if not in twenty twenty four but twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six or twenty twenty seven whatever CC retires. Oh, Oh, let's
1: not go twenty seven. Okay, I'm looking twenty six at the latest, but I'm hoping sooner.
0: Uh, But uh, we're thinking of like doing a road trip that will encompass uh, small bookstores where we'll just swing by and say. Hi there. Uh, can we just you know we're going to be in your town on such such a day? Can we just set up a quick table and just you know and maybe you know just uh, you know offer our books you know? Uh, so we have things going on and so we're going to be uh, busy. So we're these are things that we're looking forward to. That and yep. that that twenty twenty three was the springboard yep. for and I shouldn't end a sentence like that because I'm a writer and I know better, but uh, 2023 served as a springboard for these... Coming events. For these events, for these plans. And so uh, we're looking forward to a little bit more fun.
1: Well, and so you retired in 22.
0: I retired last year, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you retired in the fall of 22. Right. And initially, I know that was a difficult transition for you. The first Mm. few months... Um, my suggestion was that you take at least three months off and not do anything, just relax, recuperate. And then kind of going into 2023, you really weren't sure what to do with yourself. You Mm. tried a little DoorDash for a while. Mm. It goes well in the beginning and then it kind of fades out. Yeah, and, really. you know, it, anybody who has to do that gig work, we feel for you because it's hard to maintain. It's hard.
0: You have to, you, you, your, you work at DoorDash's schedule, which is fair because they're a boss. But, but you know, right. it's, it, like you said, it, the algorithms just kicked me to the curb. Yep. And uh, I didn't want to work, you know, after five o'clock. No. So.
1: And so you were feeling kind of in limbo. Yep. And then some things started to happen this year. And I think you found more of a sense of purpose than you had when you yeah. first retired. So I think 23 was a big year for you in that sense.
0: Yep. And uh, 23 was a big year for you because it, you know, it started to crystallize, especially, and again, it's funny how one little thing can flip a switch, but, you know, mm-hmm. finding that Atticus software yep. um, started, you know, uh, it opened doors to your future as yep. well. And, and that may me sound like we're overselling it. And, and I guess I should also point out, um, Attic- we are not paid sponsors no. of Atticus. No. So
1: No, we just found something that works well for us. Other things, I know some people are very fond of InDesign. They love Adobe. Um, Adobe, I used to like it. It has changed with the, especially similar to the Microsoft model where you have to do the cloud. Way too many bells and whistles. Oh, yes, definitely. And they keep moving different aspects around. So InDesign doesn't work for me, but I found that Atticus was pretty straightforward. Right. And uh, it's worked out well for us so far. So if you were not an Adobe person and you're not using InDesign or you're not trying to, God forbid, use Word to format your books, yeah. I don't recommend that. Yeah, try Atticus.
0: Atticus and between Atticus and publisher, you know, um, we've been able to uh, put together. Some, excuse me, sorry. We've been able to put together some book covers, and we're going to continue to do so. Uh, so 2023 was pretty cool. Yay. And, uh, we're sort of sorry to see it go, but we're also excited to talk about the next year and we're going to talk. Actually, we just did tomorrow's podcast, didn't we? No, we didn't. Oh, you have more things to talk about? Definitely. Okay. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and cut this short for us. And, uh, because that'll give us, a uh, you know, time something to talk about tomorrow on January 1st, 2024. Wow! Um, but for now, um, you can keep a track of our exciting lives and our exciting plans uh, by going to our website at www.carsonhume.com. And, uh, you know, we've got all sorts of links to our social media. We've got links to our books. we got links to our blog. And, of course, links to the podcast and uh, our broadcast. So, you know, please go ahead and check all that stuff out. Um and uh, uh, what am I forgetting here? I well,
1: if you're going out to celebrate this evening for New Year's, please be safe. Be safe. Please, if you do, tend to drink a little bit to celebrate, have a designated driver or yeah. take a Uber, cab, whatever. Um, so please be safe. We want you to be, you know, if you're hungover tomorrow, that's one thing. But at least we want you to be safe yes. <laughs> on yep. New Year's Day and um uh, but we do hope you have a fun New Year's Eve. Uh, do definitely celebrate with friends or family if you can. And um, I guess we'll see you next year.
0: Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> next year, whatever. <laughs> anyway, over there is CC. Over there is JT. We hope that you have a, a wonderful day. We hope that you had a wonderful year. And really, there were some good spots for everybody. In it. And we hope that 2024 works out for you too. Until then, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.